The team is here. You can't make this up. Podcast, Kev Nash. Mobile DJ Killer Kev. Hey, hey, Dizzle. Episode <laughs> 210, I think. 210? I believe so. Somewhere <laughs> around there. That sound right. That sound right. Well, we're all with it. We're roll with it. So, fellas, how was the week? Dizzle, what you get into this week? Uh, Brewing yesterday, brother's birthday, day before, so um, just was turning up a few days in a row, but um, man, the weather's perfect, this is like my favorite time of the year, man, not too hot, not too cold, you know, sun is shining, wind is blowing, you got a good breeze, so I'm trying to be outside a little more right around now, so if you're trying to bike, this will be the time to catch me, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> this is the perfect time. I just went out there a little ride yesterday. Me and the wifey got out there. They're supposed to be uh, paving the, the paths a little bit over the next couple of days. So I made sure I went out there and got a little ride. But, you know, riding now, man, my allergies didn't sparked up. So I'm sneezing a little bit, a little congested. But uh, for the most part, you know what I'm saying, that's that's part of the business that I that I do yeah. man, when I take these rides, man. So uh, you trying to roll? What's up? Man, and I also made some goals for myself because I don't, I'm never with a person just to be talking shit and I know what I need to do to reach these goals and just don't do it. But uh, your boy's trying to gain some weight out here, man. I'm trying to get to the big two, okay. two, oh, two hundo. Okay. All of high school, your boy was probably 140, 145 soaking wet. And Sounds then about, familiar. And then about two years ago, I, I put on, I was up on like 30, 40 pounds in, within like a year and a half. And that's just off of me just being disciplined, eating at the right times, working out consistently. And then ever since I got the promotion, my schedule changed and that just fucked up my whole routine. And that's an excuse, really. It's, it's truly an excuse, but I just got to get back to it, man. Because uh, right now I'm 184. I'm trying to get to 200. And I think I can do so uh, by the end of the year, but I just gotta be—I gotta get on my shit. Go for it, brother. You got the weights at the crib, man. You ain't even gotta go to the gym. Ain't even gotta go to the gym, bro. And I'll be downstairs where the weights is at, but I just be down there playing 2K, waiting for high So what yeah, about man, you, I'm to be what you get into Buffy the body out here. <laughs> yeah. Man, I was a uh, regular week-ish. Um, I did have a wedding Saturday, and it was my uh, first black wedding of 2020, believe it or not. Because uh, I, I, realized, I realized most of the black people moved their weddings to 2021 because they still want to have that party they dreamed of. Uh, other people were just getting the event done with family and friends. So I spent the week getting ready musically for that and um, had a, a regular work week. Um, what else did I do this week? Kids was uh knee deep in school, so that's that started up for them, and uh, they've been rolling this weekend. With the whole at home learning. Man, it looks tough from like just from the outside looking in. I I, uh, I work most majority of their school day, but I did get off early Tuesday. Was able to get home, and I was in the my, my middle kid was in the room doing her thing, and uh, I uh, walked in on it, and just hearing the teacher have to, you know trying to get kids logged in or trying to get kids uh, set up in the system. Some kid playing music, telling Tyrone to put himself on mute. And, you know, it was just 
it was just a whole bunch of just like the classroom chaos, but virtually. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so How old is she? It's, she's sixth grade. Okay, okay. So she's eleven. Uh, yeah, she's eleven. So, man, it was. It, it, she she seems to be as good as can be about it. She misses her social. Like she's not a social kid as much as my other two. So her being around her friends and like the school year and the school day, that's, that's when she really sparks up and gets a little, you know, start calling her friends and just being a little more unintroverted. <laughs> so, uh, she's, she's doing cool, but it, it, it looks like it's going to be a tough, a tough learning environment for them. So we'll see how that goes, but overall doing they, well. They, they do that the whole, they do that the whole year or they, uh, uh right now, half just, half. I think right now just the first quarter is the plan, and then reevaluating, uh, trying to get at least as soon as possible. They want to get them in school. Um, me and mine probably be waiting until after the holidays before they go back. So flu season is near. Flu I just talked about that. Everybody I talked about sick. that for the last probably three or four years. This is the week where at some point either my baby, my middle kid, or my oldest come home sniffling, coughing. You know, they've interacted with 200, 300 kids that they haven't seen all summer. And the, the sniffling and the, and the fall flu starts coming. But that's not happening this year. So, so far, so good. So, I feel it, man. I did a little homework, man. I don't know if y'all can see it, but. uh. Oh, yeah, we can see it. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Bobby, yeah. Bobby Brown in them now? <laughs> so, I picked up a microphone. Because I was listening back to some of the pods, man, and I just was sounding like I was yelling and uh, drowning <laughs> people out. I was like, that sounds terrible. So I was like, y'all, we got to fix that. So, you know, we want to present some good quality content to our listenership. So I went and got a nice little microphone joint and had to relocate because this microphone is super sensitive. So right. I've been messing around with the setting. So now I'm in... Uh, uh, my man cave slash shoe room instead of living room. I was about to ask. So, so I'm like, you where, where, where is you at? He has StockX headquarters recording right. live. Goddamn. <laughs> Go ahead and give us a uh, 360 real quick. Can, can yeah, yeah let me see. The whole wall. Goddamn. Damn. My nigga you is got, at the sneaker store. <laughs> You, you, you got a size 13 by mistake? Uh, biggest size I got is an 11. Damn. Sorry. You, you got a ladder, one of them little ladders they got in the library with the wheels. <laughs> the DJ Khaled ladder is what I call it. Man, that's the goal. That's the goal, God, man. Damn. How many shoes you got, bro? How many shoes? Don't be modest either. Um, add, add 20 on top of whatever you're about to say. No, add it's 20. definitely not add 20. It may be add maybe like five. I would say around like 80. <laughs> About, what? about 80, 80, 85, maybe. Pairs of shoes. I got like, I got like eight. <laughs> I maybe have about eight. And that's kind of dress shoes. <laughs> yeah. God damn, play boy. Yeah, man. It's, it's a bad habit. It's a bad habit, man. You jumping. But uh, also, also this week, uh been rocking out with the Big Sean album, Detroit Part 2. Have y'all had a chance to check that out? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've listened to ninety percent of it. I gotta finish the last few tracks, but uh, really like it. In great energy. I'm I'm a fan of Big Sean, so uh, don't know if it's that project that I wanted it to be, but I'm a fan of it. 
That's what's up. I'm fucking with it so far. What about you, Dizzle? Yeah, man. Uh, first listen, I was fucking with it crazy. I'm a big ass fan of that uh, "Harder Than My Demons" song and video. That video is yeah. fire. Visuals is on point. Content like he actually rapping about shit. Yeah. Um, 21 songs though. I think he got like three skits. Uh. It started off, I'm listening, and it's starting off, I'm like, yo, this might be his best work. Yeah. And then he got a few skippables <laughs> in the middle and then a little towards the end, so I'm going to have to listen a couple more times to truly, you know, see where this ranks in, in his catalog, because I was ready for this to be his best shit, and then, you know, a couple skippables came up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fucking with it, man. Uh, so... Killer, you said you already watched the newest episode of Power. No spoilers. Yeah. No spoilers. Yeah. No spoilers. You know I'm a watch. You've yeah. already watched. The question is, Dizzle, you gonna fuck with Power Book Two? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Hell to the no. Nah. This looks look like more of the same. And I think I'm yeah, I think I'm over it, man. So one y'all can y'all can have. <laughs> I definitely won't spoil anything, but it definitely picks up where power left off. So you have some catch-up story as far as some flashbacks of the years and years of seasons of power and kind of some bullet points of things that happened through that first power. And then uh, it's Tyreek and, uh, and Mama. You know, they they doing their own thing now. So they have a show. And <laughs> it feels so, like... It feel like <laughs> Do you it, it have to like watch this. power to be able to watch this shit? No, I think you can still appreciate it um, because of some of the new flair. You got you got Mary J in a powerful role. You got Method Man in a powerful role. Um, I can tell. I've only watched the one episode, but I can tell their roles will be powerful. Um, they did a great job of, of, of pretzeling everything together. You know, it, it, well, once you watch the first episode, I think people will be invested into another season of this. It, 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 it was a quality episode, and it has some... It has some just some some key questions that you might have had about power for those that did watch it, it might get mm-hmm. answered. And then for those that didn't watch it, you're going to have a whole new just energy of a show, I think. So it looks good. That's what's up. Now, I don't know if I asked y'all this before, man. Y'all hip to P-Valley? So my co-worker got me hip to it, but I have uh, the wife just asked, do I want to start that? Because she was like, I'm sure that's going to be coming up on your pod soon. <laughs> and I told her, I told her that I told her that my coworker was talking about it, um, and I heard it's a pretty pretty good show. So I have not checked it out, but I plan to soon. Okay. This week. Okay. This week. Dizzle, what's up? Nah. You heard of it? You fucking with it? I, I keep hearing people talking about it, but I don't think I'm gonna give it a shot until I until they got a couple seasons in it. You know what I'm saying? I can't. You gonna be waiting a while. You gonna be waiting a while. They got renewed for a season two, but since COVID is going on. They can't, can't tape. Can't tape. So last night was the season finale. So I'm watching P Valley season finale and Power as soon as this podcast is done. <laughs> so that, I just that, I can't get invested. Man. Well, I'm I can't brother. Get until I know, bruh, the Carmichael show has had me. Uh, I just can't trust these networks, man. <laughs> I fuck with the Carmichael show too crazy. That was one of my favorite shows when it was out. And I think it, they just canceled it just out of nowhere after what two seasons. He canceled it. It was a, it was a, he canceled it for a reason. Like 
there, there's a reason why he canceled it. And I'm not trying to, you know, fuck with another show and then not fall through <laughs> or just as whack after season two. So I'm going to let it rock. You ain't got shit else to do. <laughs> it ain't nothing yeah, going on. This should be week two, two of your K-21 quarantine anyway. just came out. 2K21 just came out. The new system is about to drop in a couple months. This so hold on, hold on. City, man. So hold on. They, they dropped a new game, but they got a new system coming out too. So when the new system, you got to buy the new game as well? Nah, so what they did is if you bought the $100 version of the video game, it'll transfer over to the new system once the new system come out. Okay. Yeah. They be hustling, boy. They be hustling. For sure. Hustle us, man. And then they get you with the in-game content. So you buy the game for 100 bucks, and then you pay 50 more bucks to make sure your dude is good. Like, you don't want to start out with your 2K guy trash as fuck. He ain't going to be able to make no layups. <laughs> he going to be running slow. <laughs> So you pretty much just got to bite the bullet and pay 50 bucks so you can rank them up. Yeah. Right. Goodness gracious, man. So last Monday, a week ago today, man, we had a versus battle. We had Brandy and Monica. Now, I remember a certain somebody on here saying they wasn't going to do numbers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, get on it. Get on it. I said it's about to be light. Oh, it It was not light. light. It was not light. light. It was, was cool. heavy. That was <laughs> heavy. It was crazy numbers. Crazy yeah, 1. numbers. 1.2 or 1.1, I think I saw. Shit, I thought they got to 1.4. Right? <laughs> if, if I ain't tripping. Yeah, it was I was dope, watching man. it on, I had it on Apple, so I was uh, coming back to Instagram time to time because the wife had it on the big iPad, and I was checking on the phone on Instagram, and it was like 10 seconds ahead. So I was getting a little... Little snippets of what was coming up, like oh, it's gonna be a good one. So, but I I, I screenshot it. I think a one point one picture. I was a uh, shock to see it was seven eight hundred people in there before the thing started. Yeah, yeah, that's cr- yeah, it was crazy, man. But Brandy did drop some deep cuts I ain't never heard of. Monica too, and you know they gotta play their new shit. This is yeah. that new single I've been working on. No, nigga, we want to hear the old shit. <laughs> you gotta Brandy use came your platform. With... You gotta use your platform to get get yeah. your numbers up because they dropped this too. Uh, Brandy and Monica have combined for over twenty million U.S. streams since the versus battle. So people is going back to check Damn. out their catalog, and hopefully people is going to check out their new catalog too to see that they still making music, man. Salute. Yeah. I ain't mad at it, but you know we we ain't come for that. <laughs> <laughs> you hear Brandy drop some remixes on us, though? Drop the remixes. It Brandy was, it was remixes on deck. Monica had on the... the so y'all, y'all let Brandy get her 90. remix off. That <laughs> soldier. <laughs> <laughs> y'all let Brandy get her remix off. Okay. Yeah, just making sure we on the same page. That's all. <laughs> he had that lot to load it. He wrote that shit down on Monday night like these niggas. Mm-mm, I'm not letting it slide. Remixes is fly, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool though, man. I had it playing while I was doing my like time cards and shit. So you know, it was, it was a good vibe. The memes could have been a little better. I know folks were throwing on some shoes on Monica. I mean, you know, that's about all we got from that. 
Do y'all are they still beefing though? Because I'm getting mixed reviews on if they actually cool with each other or if they was petty the entire time. I I really go ahead, go ahead, Kelly. No, I was just gonna say I I really don't think like I don't think they really had a true beef. I think the world wanted them to have a beef. I mean, I did hear about the uh, I heard about the uh, uh, Dallas uh, Austin. I think he was uh, had had an interview this week or last week, kind of talking about a story where. He was in the room, and I think Monica cold cocked her one good time, and nothing else ever happened. Like, that's kind of a story I heard this week. But I think the world, like, not knowing that, the world just always wanted that to be something to me. I I think it was more of that than anything else, in my opinion. I could be wrong. You know, just from the outside looking in, especially watching that versus battle and uh, everything that we know about them, uh, you know, Randy being a, a songstress and being ba- basically tabbed by Whitney Houston and everything like that. And then Monica being more like a R&B hip hop type of uh, girl and everything like that. Like their personalities just clash. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you saw it in the versus battle. Randy is a goofy person. Like She like to joke, a lot, joke around the, the whole time and where Monica seems like she's serious all the time. So you can imagine that basically somebody, you and your teens, and they just joking and joking and joking, and you're not a jokey, jokey person, and you still jokey, jokey, jokey in your late 30s, 40s, and you just like, you know, when you, in Brandy's mind, she's like, <laughs> we just joking around, having a good time. And in Monica's right. mind, like, bitch, grow up. Like, yeah. <laughs> so right. Like, I think that's just like basically the crux of it. It's like, one is jokey jokey and one is serious all the time and you know their personalities probably just don't job but there's no question that they need to go on tour together because yeah. if you want to talk about getting a bag they would definitely get a bag if they went on tour together man and have a little beef about six weeks out <laughs> you know who, yeah, who headlining who headlining that's a, that's a whole that could be the beef that could be the beef <laughs> Got to do the co-headline, man. Kind of like how Meek and Future did a co-headline tour, man. You got nobody goes on first. Basically, they go on at the same time, and then you know, say they trade off songs, and then they close with, of course, the boy is mine at the end, and everything like that. That's the way you got to do it to settle both egos. It's a lot of egos involved because it's a lot of records out there. There's a lot of money out there. These ladies got some major. I definitely didn't. Expecting to do numbers like that though, because um, you know, Brandy and Monica they got they got some bops, and I definitely am one of those ones that went back <clears throat> and added some of their songs to the playlist uh, just because I forgot about it. Um, yeah. But not no 1.4 million setting the versus record type shit. <laughs> I'm excited though, man. This versus thing seems like it's gonna uh, have some longevity to it because yeah, niggas is tuning in more more now than ever. Absolutely, man. I'm definitely here for all of them, man. You know so what I did early, buy this weekend? Go ahead, go ahead Killer. I bought Dwayne Johnson's new <coughs> tequila. Hey, check ooh. it out. It's uh, let me turn the camera back on. I've been getting ready, and but uh, Trey Mana, I think it's called. Yeah, Blanco. Got a little mm-hmm. Dwayne Johnson yeah, signature on the back, so it's pretty. What's the ticket? Little, What's the ticket on there? Like 27, it's love. Oh. I, so listen, Patron, done, <laughs> Pat, 
2020 has changed my life on my tequila drinking because I've been Patron through and through. I've been loyal to Patron, kind of like Dizzo is to his barber. We can't say Kev is as loyal, but we can say (laughs) Dizzo is definitely loyal. So I've been loyal to my Patron. I've been loyal to my Patron. And uh, my coworkers, man, have been tequilaing up this year. And we just, you know, small talking at work and trying these Patrons. I mean, I tried some Montezuma. That's in the $25, $30 Range. This was like twenty seven. It's it's killing Patron. I think Patron is hitting us with that with with that with that market name, and you know it's been used in hip hop, so we love it. Right. And there's other tequilas out there that taste amazing for half the price. So I've been experimenting this twenty twenty. Yeah, I might have to try that out, man. I'll be straight on that uh, eighteen hundred. That's my go to. Yeah. What's up? So uh, earlier this week, 50 Cent said he wants to forget G-Unit. Now, all the great things that he did with G-Unit, he wants to forget it. But we know how petty 50 is. My question for y'all, fellas, is what's something from y'all glory years that y'all want to forget? That y'all want to erase from the books? Fuck. <laughs> There's a lot of basketball memories, man. I was a, I, I was solid. I was a solid bench player. I know my role. Mm-hmm. But there was definitely some scenes where I could have uh, not threw up an air ball. I'll never forget. <laughs> Fucking, uh, I got called up to varsity during the tournament time. Hey. So, all the shit was baggy because I did, I had the last pick. You know what I'm saying? They just gave me the big warm-ups, you know, the big, big-ass shorts. All that shit was huge. And I remember coming out, my warm-ups, my warm-up pants were too big. And the bottoms came over my shoe a little bit. So we running out there. Tournament time is lit. We at, I don't know if we was at Ohio. We was at UD or something. I think we was at UD. So the arena's deep. We got one of them late night games. We running out there. I hit, I passed the cheerleaders, bro. Tried to hit the corner and just slid, bro. Busted my shit up. I was rolling on the court. (laughs) Niggas behind me wasn't helping me. Just kept running. And I was literally right past the cheerleaders, too, so the ladies was laughing. And in that same game, I airballed it in the first quarter. Every time I got the ball after that, bro, the whole crowd is airballed. <laughs> and I never oh. shot that game, bro. Never. Oh, man. So that was just a – that's one memory that will last forever. That nah, We can go ahead and erase that shit. <laughs> that shit was garbage. I'm scarred for Ouch. life. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Uh, For me, I'm going to go plain and simple, man. Back in my kicking it days that I used to go out like three, four times a week, man. I want to erase every single time that I went out and drove home drunk. Like, yo, Mm, like, like, like I I watch TV now, you know what I'm saying? And the news and everything like that. And dudes that get pulled over for DUI and arrest and everything like that. And, you know. As a grown ass man, I'm looking down on them because, like, man, you had you got so many ways. You got Lyft, you got Uber, you can carpool. What was yeah. you thinking? But then I remember, like, yo, man, you did the same shit. You went out and said, yeah. "Oh, I ain't gonna drink that much," and got wasted. And then you got your dumb ass behind a wheel and drove home. Thank God I got home safe every time, and thank God I didn't hurt nobody else when I was out there on the road. So I would like to erase. All that shit. Every single time I got behind the wheel after drinking, like that was just a dumb move. And I, nah. that's one thing I'm trying never ever to do again. 
That's crazy you say that, man. That's super crazy because I literally got a call from one of my homies saying that he was driving home drunk and um, he made it home. And I'm like, bro, you got to watch your shit because, you know, you think you're good and this is just that one yeah. time because I'm sure everybody has done it at one point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they made a home safe and then they drink some more another day and they're like, oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? But then. Uh it's just a whole bunch of coincidences because just yesterday, another one of my homies is locked up for a year mm-hmm. for drunk driving. For DUI? It's mul- it's a multiple type, type of situation. Oh. It's first, first Pound, row, pounding y'all. situation. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but shit, like, you know, that may have been the whammy. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. You know, you don't want to hurt yourself or anybody else out there, man. So, yeah. like, I want to erase all the times I did that. And it was way too many times, so... Yeah, it's way yeah. too many ways, especially nowadays, to get home or to get to whatever club you're going to safe and get home safe. So, like, I want right. to erase that from the from the memory banks and ever doing it again. What's up, Killer? I could definitely tell a, a drunken story of my military days, but since you covered that lane for me, <laughs> um, I'm gonna go back to the uh, to the sport. One of my like, aside from this unathletic ass MCL tear I did Mother's Day 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from that, which no one saw but my family, <laughs> one of my well, one of my worst ever experiences in sports was the game of golf. Um, I play high school golf. It's the only sport in my lifetime that I ever quit. Like I didn't I didn't quit mid season, but I quit on it from my junior year to my senior year. I was tired of getting my ass beat by Troy and Greenville and everybody else. We was just learning the game. We was new at it. Whatever. So one yeah. of my one of the stories that my friends always when they see me and we get together and we talking old sports stories, we were playing out in Greenville, and just so happened it was my turn. I just luck of the draw, I was the first person to tee off. So when that happens, it's both teams are standing there, coaches, some some moms. You might have 20, 30 people standing there. So I got the whole golf experience with people standing around the tee box. I put my tee down. I go to you know hit my swing whiff. Missed the ball. So so then so that counts as a stroke. Like if you intentionally try to hit the ball and miss it, it counts. So missed it, tried to play it off like I was warming up, but everybody knew I whipped it. So went went back and gathered myself, got back in front of it, whiffed again. Damn. Went back and gathered myself, whiffed again. I was Another I was already I was, little ball. I, was, <laughs> I, I, I was putting for par on the tee box. So <laughs> my fourth shot I got in the air and it dribbled like 60 yards. Like it was a terrible shot. Like, so like just that nervousness and, and, and having to like watch people laugh at you and people not, try to try not to laugh at you, but you know, they laugh on the inside. Like Damn. That, was, that was a so hard So how does that work, man? Cause I can imagine, you know, professional golf, but what's, yeah. what's a high school golf set? <laughs> 30, 30 people, everybody quiet, and everybody's, like, within proximity, I'm assuming. Exactly. You got, you got like, it, it might be a team of six. I think it's a six or seven, like, so seven versus seven. You play one, like, one versus one, but you go off in twos. So two yeah. tribal guys, two Greenville guys a play, but you're playing against one person. And, um, man, it's, like, it's 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 – it's tough c- coming from the black school that ain't – it's like being the school that don't do that sport, but you were part of the conference. So right. we had we had the other schools that were powerhouses in golf and other sports, and we was football, basketball, track. You know, that's what Trout would dominate it in. So to be showing up at these courses where these kids have been playing golf since they was 10, 11, 7, 5, 
They've been playing golf their whole life. Their parents is country club members. They they've been around it their whole life. They shoot, play good golf. Like I was second year of learning the game, playing against dudes that was gonna be going to college. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> so that's a hard week in, week out, knowing you showing up to get your ass beat week by week. <laughs> like no, no, knowing there's no chance of you winning, like didn't even come close. It's like, they so, get back. Yeah. Like you were saying, man, this they get back, man. They got to see Trywood on the basketball court. They got to see him on the football field. They got to see him yeah. on track. Right. They got to get season. Yeah, man, this they get back. You know, cross exactly. country, swimming, exactly. golf. This they get back. Tennis. Like, yo, they, mm-hmm. hey, man, they like, yo, all right, they got us then. We got to get them back. Hey, well, me and my me and, <laughs> me and my me, me and my partner fucked them up in tennis. I can confidently. Oh, that's right. That's right. I can confidently. Tennis my, my senior year, I went twenty and four and still hold the record at Trial for the most wins. Uh, the farthest uh, doubles doubles team to get the farthest in the state tournament from Trial So I'm right. still holding on to my tennis glory years. Speaking of that, man, Nokovic, did you see that? I did see that. <laughs> so for those that go don't ahead, know. For those that don't know, the number one tennis player in the world, uh, Djokovic, um, he has a big temper tension problem. He wanted to spoil riches is what I call him. He looked like one of those anyway. But he uh, <laughs> he was a temper tantrum about a shot, got mad, and tried to, like, hit the ball on an angry tip. Like, I'm mad, I'm frustrated. Hit the ball real hard and bean one of the line judges. And she hit her the in the throat. throat. So she, she doubles over with the – all you hear is the – uh, you hear, uh, uh, like you hear <laughs> what? You hear, you hear some moans and shit. So they had a ten-minute conference with him and uh, decided that uh, his his uh, actions to an official, to a judge, a lines member, uh, de- deemed him to be disqualified from the U.S. Open in the round of sixteen. So he Hell is, uh, yeah. he the number one player in the world headed back to the crib because uh, of the temper tantrum. So. Yeah, them tennis. Yeah, yeah, could have, dog. I'm sending that to you right now. One of the funniest things I can one of my funniest experiences is my uh, college tennis team went to go watch the professionals in Cincinnati um the year I got out of the military. And we're watching this uh guy, he's real tall dude, probably serves the ball like 130, 135. We're in the front row, back corner on one of the side courts, just getting some up close professional tennis action. This dude, we're talking, it's four or five of us in the front row. This dude serves the ball, serves the ace, hits my dude square in the, like, jaw off one, off one bounce, coming like 130. And all, all you heard was, pow, the ball flew from his jaw, like, to, like, row 30. Like, it flew all the way behind us. Everybody in the crowd went, woo, like, you had, you had that moment, so... Um, them tennis balls, he, his face was swollen up, like, rest of the time. He's supposed to be having a good time. He I'm ice suing. Pack, and everybody <laughs> know who he is now. So, yeah, that shit was crazy. Uh, and I think your, for the record, I think your golf whiff story is uh, a little worse than my uh, basketball story. I only airballed Oh, by far. <laughs> by far. By far. My, my, <laughs> if, if I had a I'll basketball be... story for you, it would be my, my freshman year squad. I, I made the squad. I'm on the freshman squad. Second practice, I take a knee to the thigh that takes me out for the year. Became the videographer, so that was Damn. terrible too. Well, my basketball story: <laughs> getting getting cut as a freshman and cut as a sophomore. 
and never yeah. trying out for the whole team again. <laughs> yeah, so you ain't you don't got no story there. You yeah, facts, clear. facts. I got cut. I got cut. <laughs> you know, uh, my sophomore year, I uh, I ripped uh this dude that was going uh that ended up actually going D one to play at Pitt uh from our high school. I ripped him and took it coast to coast for the layup and everything like that. And in my head, I was like, that has got me on the team. All that deal uh, was just just hey, you gotta steal and layup. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for coming out. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, out. basketball stories, I got plenty of them. Niggas missing wide open, fast break layups, faking injuries. You know, you come down and break that shit, you got to hold your ankle or something. <laughs> Twisted it on the way up. Right. That was, there was, there was not many things that would give my, like, anxiety up other than, like, a fast break in junior high where I was the one that was, like, by myself and had to make the smooth pretty layup. <laughs> You have to make it, and it has to. You, it can't be like dysfunctional. It gotta be. It got. It gotta be a smooth layup. Cause if you do anything that's left, everybody's laughing at you. So I was probably eighty percent at that. I had a few fumbles. But, you know, did it? Did God, pretty well. This was my kryptonite. That shit was harder, <laughs> harder than the threes. <laughs> I, I will pass it like Rondo. See a nigga come behind me. I'm passing it to you, nigga. Give, give me an assist. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I think I, I did develop the uh, baseline head fake dish out. Mm-hmm. I would stop, stop and gather head fake and then pass it off. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, man, so y'all brought it up, man. The NBA, NBA bubble has been crazy, man. Friday night yeah. in the bubble. Friday night in the bubble, you had Toronto coming back from the dead, hitting the game winner. Uh, OG Anobi hit the game winner to beat uh, – the Celtics. Celtics was yeah. about to go up 3 oh. Then uh, later on that night, you have LeBron going crazy on Russ, pinning this shit with two hands, sending this shit to the moon, mm-hmm. dunking on him. But ultimately, <laughs> the Rockets end up winning that game. Uh, yeah. You just got a lot of great NBA basketball. You got Jimmy Butler out here locking up Giannis, going crazy in the fourth quarters. Then uh, yesterday, you got... Giannis going down with an injury. Middleton scoring 30 points in the second half, saving them from being swept. Last night, you got AD and Braun going crazy. Russ out here turning the ball over. Like, we was actually playing in the NBA. He was out here looking like one of us out here. I mean, the NBA bubble is one of the most entertaining things I've seen in my entire life, and I love it. Yes. I agree. Uh, yeah. It's, it's I'm with just you. hooping. No, no home court advantage. Every game, everybody got a fair shake at it. Um, and I will say this: it ain't, it ain't no super teams in the league no more. So it's, you're gonna get that competition. You know, mm-hmm. it ain't a Golden State gonna run away with it. Everybody else is super underdogs. If somebody gets two games against them, that's a good series. Like nah, like every every team got an opportunity. The Nuggets beat the Clippers last night or yeah. the night before. So they, you know, mm-hmm. series tied up. I'm praying. If the Lakers don't win at all, I don't care as long as the Clippers don't win it. If somebody <laughs> can knock them niggas out, I'll be happy, man. Yeah. I think one thing that I've noticed about the bubble, other than the outstanding basketball we're getting, is, like, the energy that happens when you, you know, game two, loss, travel back home, getting around your fans, got your favorite celebs and the fattest asses that you love front row. You know, like, like just that whole vibe, like, 
people like Russell Westbrook, I, I think, feeds off the fact of that walk from the bus to the locker room where they always show him what he's wearing. He always I got his headphones on. He always acting like he not he not paying attention or he not there. But like <laughs> his, his basketball has been terrible in the playoffs. And I know he's coming back <laughs> off an injury, but he's having turnovers. He's airballing threes in the third quarter confidently. Like he, he he out here just looking <laughs> just not not looking right. And uh I think I think the energy level of just these these arenas, the travel, the fans, like they they missing that, and you seeing you you're seeing good coaching. You're seeing yeah. the teams that have solid solid presence and solid players, good benches. Those are the teams that's uh that's playing well. And then you're always gonna have that surprise. And I think Miami has been that for for me. You know they've been that team that you would not expect to have Duncan Robinson getting buckets week week in and week out, but it's happening. So I'm here for it, man. It's been good basketball. It's been it's been like. It, the little kid basketball feeling for me, like coming home and making sure nothing else is going on because I'm watching these games tonight. Like, mm-hmm. I, that's been my weekend and week out is making sure I'm home and ready to sit down by 6.30 every day. So, it's been dope. Yeah, man. And this week, Thursday, is the return of the NFL. The National League. No fantasy leagues? You tell so, us, commission. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I'm in one. I'm in one this year. One, but I, this is the first year in a good twelve that I don't have four or five teams going. Like, I don't really. I still mentally don't think the season's going to complete. Like, I'm not mentally confident. But then, like, the more I read about the business and just. Take us take a step back from our own emotions and be like, man, these are, this is a billion dollar industry. They're gonna ride this till the wheels fall off. They're gonna they're gonna push the envelope as far as they can. So they probably will get a season in. But I'm just excited for the fact that at least at least headed into these cold months, we're gonna get a couple weeks of football. So <laughs> I still I'm still not not confident that 300 pound men for 60 plays of grunting and sweating on each other and coughing and whatever else happens on the, on the line. Um, I just don't see that not leading to the coronavirus. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> so I'm sure you draft Kings ready though, killer. Oh man. Uh, yeah, definitely got lined up locked in for Thursday. Um, had a great basketball night last night, by the way, I wanted to put that out there. Uh, shouts to, <laughs> Shouts to Bledsoe. Bledsoe had a good game. Dragic, Duncan, you know, I had some sleepers out there this week. So um, I, I'm more so ready for that than I am fancy football because the DraftKings for me is uh, kind of like my my gambling at ease instead of hitting these casinos and, and doing crazier shit than I need to. Right. I can go put I can go put $20 on DraftKings and, and, and buy dollar lineups for a week, win or lose. You know what I'm saying? Nice. So it, I Much cheaper way. I played twelve dollars last. Nothing. I played twelve dollars last night and won seventy. So I'm like, that's now I got three weeks. You know what I'm saying? Now I got some. <laughs> I can I can just play with the house money. So it's something for me to do. It's week by week. It's, it's not an all year thing where you got to be. You know, if you start out zero and four in fantasy football, your your energy level goes down. <laughs> you, know, you ain't. You ain't trying to finish the season as as confident and hype as you was. So, DraftKings right. is it for me. Yeah, I'm the exact same way, man. Normally, I'm in like two fantasy leagues. 
um, which y'all would want, and then uh, one with my cousin and everything like that. He was like, man, I don't think the season go finish, so I'm not even going to set it up. So there will be no fantasy football for me this year. Dizzle, what's up with your fantasy football life? Niggas have been hitting me up like, yo, you going to do a league? You going to do a league? And I'm not trying to do it, man. <laughs> Commissioner <laughs> comes with responsibilities. <laughs> you turn into Commissioner a White. collection agent. Trying to get yeah. payment out of folks. Hey, this that's your job. <laughs> right. You 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 supervise. You supervise that whole department. You good to go. I know. I'm there. You're right. I'm trying to bring work home. Not at all. I feel and I be calling like a collector. <laughs> really be like, yo, where the money at? Call you every day. Right. Where the money at? You said you had me on th- on Tuesday. It's Thursday. Where are you at, man? Right. And I'm just not trying to do that yeah. this year. I will join somebody if you're listening and have an empty open space. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Send that invite, but it's not looking good Steph, for your boy. Steph hit me up. Steph hit me Man, up. Man, he hit me up too. And I told him, I said, send an invite. And he ain't never send it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hit me up talking about it. And then I asked to send it. He, he ain't sent me nothing. Then <laughs> I just found out he lived right by me. I saw that nigga walking. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. So... Can we get the Super Bowl predictions on wax? Can we get them on wax? We know Dizzle's picks. We know Dizzle's picks. Hold on, you don't black, know my picks. Whatever, whatever black quarterbacks, that's his picks. You know he, what, man? It ain't going to be New England. Buccaneers. It ain't gonna, nah, he the backup, baby. Ain't he in the backup? Nah, nah. <laughs> Cam's starting. I'm thinking Buccaneers, man. They locked and loaded. Buccaneers is fucking loaded. They just pick, who they pick up. They just picked up another uh, Fournette. running back. Fournette. Yeah, man. I don't so know what Jacksonville was thinking. Buccaneers and who? Shit, I don't even know the conferences like that. Is the Buccaneers and the uh, Chiefs on the same shit? No, nah, they opposite. Oh, there you go then. <laughs> Super Bowl. The the vet, the the goat versus the up and coming. Fair enough. Killer, what's up? Very simple. Cincinnati and Seattle, baby. Cincinnati. Bengals. The soccer team? Uh, so, so let me tell you why I picked them every year. Because I've been picking them Just since 88. <laughs> exactly. I've been picking them since 88, and I've been wrong since 88. So to have <laughs> it on wax one year and be right, I'm going to take my shot. Now, I, I really it. do think... I really do think that we got a chance to be to win the division this year. I really do believe that. So, <laughs> one, I really do believe that. So you mm-hmm. said Bengals and who? In Seattle. Oh, okay. Well, I have Russ a got a new baby. Russ is hype. I have a combination of both your picks. I have the Chiefs and the Seahawks with the Seahawks <laughs> as your champion of the national. Football. I can get, I can get behind that slate, you know what I'm saying? Either side is a winner to me. You know what black saying? quarterback. Hell yeah. Have we had a black quarterback duo or a head-to-head uh, battle in the Super Bowl? Uh, I don't think so. Had the coaches. Coaches be, had uh, when the Bears and the Colts played in the Super Bowl. You had Lovey Smith was the head coach of. The Bears, and you had uh, Tony Dungy, the coach of uh, the Colts. So you had the coaches, but not quarterbacks. So it's on wax, man. Super Bowl predictions are on wax. Uh, you know, we gonna, if if the season actually finishes, we're going to uh, definitely pull this up and see who's right, who's wrong, man. 
So Thursday though is what Chiefs, Texans, right? Is that right? I believe so. Lots of money out there. Lots of quarterback money. Shouts out to Deshaun Watson. Shouts out to Patrick Mahomes going to the bank. I don't know if they're going to finish the season, though, like you said, man. I'm just thinking when that first breakout hit, how they going to react. Because I haven't heard any NFL plans, um... You know, in terms of what they what they doing each week to protect the players, other than just test them, is that all they doing? Yeah, just testing. They, they not monitoring who they with or what they what they out doing. As you know, you know the NBA bubble worked. It seemed like it's working. We halfway through the playoffs and ain't nobody got it yet. So I don't know, man. I'm just curious to see how they gonna react. I'm curious to see what they gonna do with all this Black Lives Matter stuff on week one that they claim they're about to be doing. That's going to be real yeah. interesting to see the uh, backlash from that because, you know, Trump Trump will be watching. 45 and, uh, will be watching. He, he will be responding. <laughs> on I'm surprised the NBA has been too political. I was surprised the NBA even let, like, wives and kids start coming to the bubble. You know, they're starting to let some of these players who, you know, got some wives and kids get get their uh, soil, their royal oats. So... <laughs> That shit look funny as fuck when they, they say, here's a family member. And they're just all yeah. babies and baby mamas. That shit funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I ain't seen that one brother, sister. It's just it's a whole right. row of just kids. And then LeBron right. blocking shit out of bounds going to hit a baby one of these times, bro. I'm telling you. LeBron be throwing shit. He be sending rush shit. He be yeah. sending rush shit, boy. And he oh. banged on him. <laughs> right. Well, there it is, man. Kill, I know you headed to the golf course. Deals with sure. what you got planned for the day. 2K. I'm going to work out. That's the first thing. <laughs> I'm going to eat breakfast, and I'm going to work out, and then I'm going to play 2K. There I'm going to drop these knuckleheads off. My wife going to see her mom, and I'm going to golf as long as possible today. So. <laughs> as long as I'm trying to watch, beat the rain. About to go watch Power in P-Valley, take a nap, yeah. watch something else on TV. I'm chill. Let me know how that power go for you. I want to hear how you, uh, how you like that. For sure, man. There it is. Another episode. You can't make this up. Podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. We out till next week. Peace. Have a good week, fellas. All right, Pimps. Peace.